if I could design a laboratory that created podcast episodes for people who did not yet have a podcast but are considering starting one, this episode today would be one of the best results from that laboratory. But what does that mean for you? That means that you're going to take this next 35 minutes to understand how to launch a successful podcast. For my people who are more so in the numbers than in the brand, my marketing people, we're talking 60,000 downloads, 2,000 unique listeners on this show. On the other hand, all of the benefits of podcasting are described in this 35-minute episode. So save yourself the thousands of hours or tens of hours of pondering and just listen to these two. This is our most successful podcast launch ever with our clients. And I love to say, I'm even happier to say, our friends, David and Paul from Wealth Warehouse. If you want to check out their show, it's linked in the show notes or description below. Okay, let's get to the episode with David and Paul. Dave, Paul, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. This is a long time coming here. A couple of years. Yeah, man. It's been a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> so we started this little series um, at Podcast Principles. I pivoted my podcast for like the third time. And now, you know, we really want to like showcase more podcasters. And also the reality is like if you're doing this on a weekly basis, like you guys have 100 episodes, um, over 50,000 downloads, there is we probably don't even know what the actual like lessons are until we get on the podcast and talk about it. Right. So um, where I want to start with and really what I want to do today is highlight what you've done with your show, um, but also give some tactical and practical tips to people who would either be starting their podcast or might be just a little bit early on in the journey. So we'll start at the beginning. Um, it's funny. I'll set the context here. I was talking to Dave on LinkedIn. Dave, you added me on LinkedIn. I messaged you. You booked the call. And then I believe like a few days later, we kind of just started working together. Like There was no crazy sequence there. Um, but it was just the timing, right? So from your perspective, though, how did what, what was your idea with this? Was there other podcasts? Um, if you could just set the context on what the topic is, we don't have to go too deep on it. Um, but then also really just what got you into it? Yeah. So Paul and I had been in this business for a couple of years at that point. You know, the business we're in is infinite banking. The infinite banking concept, if you, you know, you want to check out the podcast, Wealth Warehouse podcast. But that's really all we cover is this concept and teaching people how to create their own banking system so they can get out from under the the oppression of the commercial banking system and the fractional reserve banking and all of that. So it's very, it, it's finance heavy, financial uh, topics, and really talking about learning how to control your own capital. That's really the crux of what we do. But Paul and I have, you know, we're, we're in a, a small group of other IBC practitioners, infinite banking concept, IBC. Um, and, you know, so we do a lot of mentoring and, and getting mentored by other people who've been in this business for a much longer time than us. And a few of them have podcasts. And I think Paul and I, we were out on a hunting trip in South Dakota together with another, with a group of a, a couple other dudes in this business, actually several, uh, which are all great guys. Uh, a lot of fun to hang out with, but this was um, 2022, right? No, 2021. I was going to say, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was 20, yeah, it was the, it was the fall of 21. 
Yeah, the fall of 21, and we were just, you know, hanging around, uh, you know, having a drink, <clears throat> talking. And one of the guys who has a podcast on this concept already, he told us, uh, we told him, hey, we we're thinking about doing this. And he said, you can't start a podcast soon enough. And we we're like, wow, this is coming from a guy who's been in this business for 30 years, had a podcast for a number of years. He had over maybe 100 episodes by that point, maybe more. And he was saying, you know, half of his business comes from the podcast. So right. we thought, wow, you know, we can do one podcast a week. As long as we stay consistent, let's see what this does. Let's just give it a try and, and see how it goes. So we started exploring that and you already a connection on LinkedIn, I think. And uh, I thought, wow, this guy seems young and hungry. He's active like me daily. So yep. reach out to him. Let's, let's have a conversation. So what were you doing before? Were you doing anything like content before that? Were you just writing text posts? Like, were you getting people from, I guess I would call this in the marketing realm, like organic content, so to say? Is that where you like how what was your kind of client acquisition like, I guess, you know, before the podcast? And then how did the podcast affect that as well? Man, and Paul, you can speak to this too on your on your side of the business. But my the way i built my business was my warm network. It was contacting friends, family, holding, you know, webinars, something like that, sending people, you know, a, you know, a book to read. Like Paul was my first client. I sent him a book to read. He called me and said, let's do this. Um, and then he became, you know, a, a licensed agent as well and started his own business doing this. But it was, it was that really pounding the pavement, you know, in the 20, in the 21st century, sense of pounding the pavement, you know, I'm not walking door to door, but virtually going door to door and, uh, having conversations with people. And then I got on LinkedIn and I just committed to doing one post a day, just original content every single day. I did that for about two years and, uh, made, made some good connections, but yeah, it was just, and it was just talking to people did not do a lot of content though, other than that LinkedIn post every day. Yeah. I would say my experience was very similar. Warm market, Friends, not really, not really family. I would say just uh, friends only, and um, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time around the right people. So I was able to grow a business around this concept fairly quickly, and you know, turned out to be a blessing. Um, so yeah, very, very, very similar experience. Just organic growth through who I already knew. So Paul, did you envision yourself being a podcaster when you started IBC or? <laughs> No, not not really. I mean, I definitely enjoyed soaking up content from from our friend James, who has a and Ryan, who have a very good podcast on infinite banking concept. And but not really. But I think I think I knew in the back of my mind. I think Dave knew too. Is eventually we were going to burn through our warm market. So I did a lot of active kind of Facebook posts about the infinite banking concept both when I was Dave's just client, because I was like, this is great. I need to tell other people about it. But then once I became an agent, that's kind of how I got the message out. And I was just sharing, hey, this is what I discovered. I read this book. I read this book. I listened to this podcast. And my eyes have been opened about dividend paying whole life insurance and how it can be used as a, a stepping stone for financial freedom and also a legacy for my family. So that bore a lot of fruit for me. So I knew I had to, what other, you know, I guess, what other ways can I, how do I reach people? That's the idea, right? How do you reach, 
how do you extend your reach so that I know this is good? I want to tell people about it. Like, how do I, how do I best do that? And then sure enough at that hunting trip, uh, you know, Dave's kind of the idea guy kind of drives us, uh, in, in the, in the right direction. And, and, and that's exactly what James said. I could still hear him saying it was, you can't start a podcast quick enough. And so we did. And we did months later, we were recording our first uh, episode. It was um, Valentine's Day 2022. Yep, that's when it dropped. So almost two years ago. I think this kind of leads us to to a little bit, which we I won't go too far into it because that's a bigger it's a bigger topic. But the fact that I've talked to I talked about this on another podcast with another podcaster who we work with and a lot of businesses just aren't that good. They like can't really even deliver on their core offer. If you can't do that, then how can you start? How can you talk for hundreds of hours about the thing? Right. So like what you just (laughs) said, Paul, like you guys had to know it was that good to then be like, oh, my God, people just need to know about this. Like this will help. Like this is just regardless of the money, regardless of business, like it's just going to help people. And I think there's a lot of businesses out there that (laughs) it's just they don't really help that many people and they'll figure it out eventually. Right. Or maybe they'll figure out what they want to do in life. Right. And this is, like I said, a little bit more broad of a topic than podcasting. But I think it leads me to the fact that there is knowing the thing, there's doing the thing, there's teaching the thing, and then there's teaching it on a podcast. And those are kind of all different things. Yeah, that's a great point, Ryan. I don't think we, there's no way we could host a podcast on a subject or a topic that one, we weren't intimately involved with our in our personal lives our per- personal finances right we both pay very high premium and you know multiple dividend paying whole life insurance policies but you know it's a labor of love too like there's a commitment and you can't you're not going to be committed to something you don't believe in we you know live eat and breathe the infinite banking concept and that's the only reason it works because there's passion behind it and we look forward you know Dave and I are very good friends as well right and we trust each other as as business partners, and so it, it all it all kind of works together. But yeah, if a, if what you're trying to sell, and I, and again, I would say this: we're not selling anything; it sells itself. Yeah, we we teach; we're educators, and I think the the podcast is so it serves so many different purposes. One, it basically Paul and I were talking every week. Anyway, we we're like, well, why don't we just carry this conversation onto Zoom, hit record, and then publish it. And it's out there permanently, you know? And then the biggest thing this did for me was like, until I created, had my own content and Paul had his own content in this podcast, what were we doing to educate people? We were sending them to somebody else's content. Right. And I had this experience before where I sent somebody to somebody else's content and they ended up doing business with that person. And I was like, well, this is messed up, man. Like, I'm the one that introduced you to this. Like, come back to me. But, you know, it was my own fault. I sent them to that content because I didn't have my own. Now we have our own content, 100 episodes. Basically, any question somebody has for us, I can point them to an episode and say, hey, here's the short answer. For the long answer, the 30-minute answer, go check out this episode. And, man, it's a time saver. It's uh, it's something that our clients can pass on to their network, so they don't have to be the expert on explaining this concept to their friends. They can just say, "Go listen to these guys." And I've had multiple people contact me 
even uh, guys I went to college with over 20 years ago, I haven't talked to in 20 years. They contact me and they're like, Dave, one of my buddies out here told me about this podcast. I started listening and I, I recognized the voice. And, uh, you know, so he heard about it from some random dude that I don't even know. So in Germany. Wow. So it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, yep. I mean, the way that it spreads and just having your own content you can point people to instead of having to direct them to somebody else's is is huge for credibility, marketability, and, and just organic growth of your business. Such a good point. Yeah, I would say the way I always put that is your prospects are watching somebody. Might as well be watching you. Because, you know, like if there yeah. there's a there's finite amounts of time, right? It's that car ride is only 25 minutes a day or even if it's two hours a day. But you can't listen to all the podcasts even in your commute, right? So you then have to choose. And so if you then choose even like not even without you sending them to somebody else's podcast like you do back in the day, they even now they're just choosing out of a few options that pop up on Spotify. And if yours isn't there, then it's impossible. It's like before you have a podcast, it is impossible for people to reach that level within your brand. Like it's impossible for people to learn from you, really. Nobody's reading yeah. a blog on the treadmill. Right. right? And, so. and I'm not about to have a two hour conversation with somebody yep. to answer a single question. Like yes, it, that's not a that good too. use of my time, right? Yes. So <clears throat> yeah. can you talk a little bit about the format, right? Because you guys have a co-hosted, you guys are both hosts, right? There is a little bit of like, which I really love this. I think the co-host is the new interview show. I think you guys were a little bit before the trend, to be honest. It's kind of trending a bit more now, just from what I'm seeing. But how does that work? Like, does that, it could be the logistics of splitting up some of the work, or it could be just having the other person, you know, Dave will interview Paul a little bit, Paul will interview Dave a little bit, and you guys will also just have an ongoing conversation. But can you talk just a little bit about the format and kind of choosing the co-hosted rather than a solo or even an interview? I would find it extremely difficult, one, to develop content every week and think about it. You know, it's a lot. It, you know, it's a huge level of dedication to do a podcast every week, uh, even just one episode. It's, uh, you know, it takes thought. It's not something that is done in a willy-nilly fashion. And Dave and I feed off each other, right? We, we have very similar views of the world, if not identical. I mean, probably, I mean, let's face it, it's identical. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> which is good. Yeah, which, which is good, folks. But I might forget to say something. You know, this happens to everything. Every podcaster or any radio host or, you know, news anchor or something, you're in the middle of a thought and all of a sudden, and maybe I'm just, you know, I'm 44 now, I'm just getting old, but all of a sudden, the point I wanted to drive home and having this morning on our, our last call that we just had, you know, I just blank out. <laughs> but Dave will say something, yeah. he'll either fill it in for me or I'll fill it in for him. And, 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 you know, then there's our complete thought and it works. It's it like works. we finish each other's sentences, well. which we actually do at the end of every single episode, right? Yeah, it's true. So, that's right. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I, I'd say two things. Accountability. Like if I try to do this on my own, there's no way in hell I would have done a hundred straight weeks. Just it's not possible. It wouldn't happen because life gets in the way. But if you got somebody else who's holding you accountable, you're holding them accountable um, it's going to get done. I mean, and we have, we're never more than one episode ahead of the game. Like we've never got anything in the queue except one episode. So Paul and I meet every single week 
usually the same time, same yeah. day, every week. Sometimes we have to flex for one reason or another, but somehow or another it gets done. It's so funny how you, if you make a commitment to something, put it on the calendar, it gets done, even though there's so many other things on the to-do list that just don't. But uh, yeah, if I was doing this on my own, there's no way I'd do a hundred straight weeks. And then the consistency, you know, being consistent with this. And I think the best way to be consistent is have a partner who's pushing you and you're pushing them to be consistent and, and make it happen. Yeah. And I, I think I said it before, but we, we thoroughly, we enjoy it. Yeah. We're going to talk anyway. We might as well record it. Yeah. I mean, we, we, there's not a day that goes by probably over the last couple of years or, you know, not too many days that Dave and I haven't at least texted with each other or emailed each other or spoken on the phone. And yeah. that's just, so it, for our particular situation, it just, it works incredibly, incredibly well. Yeah, that's a great And point. it helps you hone your craft. Yep. Like, um, I was thinking when I was in high school, Larry, the cable guy, if you, if oh, you know yeah. that dude, you, right? Oh yeah, classic. But classic. he was, yeah, he was kind of getting started back when I was in high school in the late nineties. I would listen to this radio show every morning on the way to high school and they would call Larry, the cable guy every morning and Larry would have a, something ready to go. But I remember seeing an interview with him saying he was forced every single day to come up with new material because he had that going on tomorrow morning. He was going to get on a radio show and had to have new material. So it helped him hone his craft. I think it's done this for us where, I mean, we could talk about this for hours, answer, answer any question, any objection, just naturally without even thinking about it anymore. So, right. Yeah, it's been good for us. It really is. the It's the power of, of that constraint like constraints allow you to do the thing like it's not if you were to completely i'm the same way like i do weekly episodes as well but if i didn't have the editors who are we're going to talk about in a second same editors that <laughs> you guys use at principles those guys need me to be ahead a couple weeks and that helps me to be ahead a week or two where i'm like and now once i'm ahead a couple weeks i'm like i wonder if i could be ahead four weeks and you know but even just the fact of having other people involved even if it's your partner or your co-host or your editor, even if it's just a freelance editor and it's just your cousin's friend or something, just having and a, a person having an expectation that something's going to be delivered and you telling them that that's going to happen, you totally have to do it. It's essentially psychology, human psychology slash, yeah. you know, the car guy telling you, asking you to forcing you to say yes to three things. And then, you know, you buy the car, you can do it on yourself, <laughs> you know, to an extent. Yeah. Um, and that well that and that leads me perfectly to you know working with podcast principles like i said we literally just had a 30 minute call guys like i'm this we're the same you know how we roll i don't hard i've never hard sold anybody i've been doing this for 5 years like on anything i just ask is this what you want and people say yes or no you know so in terms of that what, what how has that experience been with having other people involved having us produce the show i'm going to assume even between you know, I edit some video, but even between both of you guys, if you had to get in the weeds in the editing too, it's like, oh, that would be another thing, another reason why the episode couldn't come out that week or something. Oh my goodness. So I recently finished a book last year called Who Not How. And, you know, of course, I didn't read it before we started working together, but now looking back, we knew that we needed help doing this. There's no way, you know, we both have Mac computers, which are super powerful and awesome, but I am not a editing video creative dude. You know, I pointy clicky and open email, send email, watch video, whatever. 
do Zoom calls or something. That's the extent of what you know my talent with regard to computers is. But I would say if if folks are looking to start when they need to find someone like you, Ryan. I mean, I thought your process was fantastic, and I know you've probably further I was refined say, it you guys in the last see it, two like, years. It, yeah, you were still building I was, it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to send you some recordings or something. But anyway, Jack and Jack is really just a sorry to cut you off, Paul, but. He's been taking yeah. a lead on the coaching now because I have to run like I do the sales and marketing and he's doing most of that. So, yeah, yeah, it's a day day in and day out. Every single day we're making new resources and refining it. Yep. You know, this podcast that we have, Wealth Warehouse, would not exist without help. Right. Yeah, there's who not how you're not kidding, because when we started exploring this idea, I started looking into, you know, reading these articles, these blogs and YouTube videos on making a podcast is easy. Here's how to produce your own <laughs> podcast. And then I watched that uh, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Hilarious. There's no way I'm going to do all that. Like I might get through three episodes and then say I'm easy done compared this. to what? Like, like that's the <laughs> compared, to what? compared to what? Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And then I look at my, you know, what's your hourly rate, right? Every business owner should understand what their, what their hourly rate is. Take how much money you want to make in a year, divide by 2080 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year, that comes out to your hourly rate. Like if your hourly rate is $400 an hour, why would you be doing video editing when you could pay somebody else a much lower rate to do that for you? And guess what? We look forward to the podcast. It takes one hour a week. It's the most productive, most bang for your buck hour of the week that we spend hands down. There's nothing else we do one hour a week that produces the results that this does. Right. And, and let's face it, I don't want to do what your team does and what you guys do. I don't want to do that because I, I would be crappy at it. And yeah. I don't, and again, to Dave's point, we don't have the time to do it. So it's, again, it's, I can't stress enough who, not how you're the who's your team is the, is the who's and I let you guys wear and And it's for us, right? We don't have to worry about it. The podcast appears on YouTube all the all the platforms, you know, podcasts on Apple, on every, and I have no idea how that happens. It and just, I don't care every Monday morning, <laughs> and I don't care. It's just it's it's wonderful. It's magically there, and I can tell people yeah. that right. Like, yeah, I'm on YouTube. I'm on here. I'm on there. Any Audible. Yep. I mean, it's everywhere. Uh, and it's yeah, I don't care how it happens. It's YouTube Music yeah, now soon, guys. By the way, Google Podcast is over, so that's a little podcast tidbit. Google Podcast is mm, done, mm. and now it's going to be on YouTube. That was a thing? It, it, I was going to say, I don't know who uses YouTube music either, but <laughs> anyway, it's there. But I, I would be remiss if I didn't, first of all, shout out the team, <clears> but specifically <throat> Jack, too. You know, he manages all that. He makes sure all that happens, nice. right? So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, Jack is yeah, solid. I mean. Shout out to Jack. solid, man. Um, yeah, and but yep. it literally is who not have. <clears throat> it's all of it. This entire ecosystem is you guys as the people recording, then us as the team breaking it down, managing it, Jack then sending that to all the individual people who need to do the edits, then him coming back and sending it, then that going out to the audience, then the audience responding, reacting, and consuming, and then from that feedback, you guys creating another episode, and it's just this cycle that keeps going. And like you said, it's the most productive because it's a perfect circle. It's a circle. There's no, it's not a start and then an end. And I was just talking to Dave about this before. Episode one of Wealth Warehouse, your podcast, has gotten 25 downloads in the last 30 days. People are chronologically going through 
So that work that we do, that's the beauty of the podcast too. It doesn't end. It all it actually consistently it's, you know, not to use your to use the term, but it really is infinite in that way. It doesn't there's unlimited amount of people who could consume it. But it just because you put it out a hundred weeks ago doesn't mean it's not being consumed. So it's also evergreen and it lives forever, essentially. That's right. Which is kind of a crazy thought, too. And that's great for our business is that everything we talk about is evergreen because it's 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 a, a surrounding principles that don't change like the laws of nature like these are the laws of money um and these principles don't change so they're going to be just as relevant a decade from now as they were 10 years ago so that's another great part if you have a business that you know you're on the cutting edge and it's all you know current affairs driven or something like that then uh yeah you know the episode you did a year ago is probably no longer relevant but there's still a need for it and a use for it today even if it's just, you know, only relevant for the next couple of weeks or something. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So did you guys think about that in the beginning too, in terms of, I know we literally went through it, <laughs> you know, us, us four in designing this podcast, but I believe, cause I know it's been a wh- little while now. I, I think that was a point that you guys made or, or you set out to do essentially, right? It's like, let's start where we can start, right? It's the, what's the name of episode one, the debtor. Oh, I think it's the debtor, the saver, the wealth creator. Or, uh, is that episode one? No, number one is like that's isn't just that where we introduce? Yeah, who yeah. are we? Introduction, and, why care, and then I believe, yeah, and why she? Why do you yep. care? Yep. Um, what was episode two? I'm I'm not sure. Well, I've got it right here. Episode two is the saver, debtor, okay, and wealth okay. creator. There you go. So yeah, yeah. the first real yes. episode. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. So there, and then three is. Paul's favorite sweaty wads of dripping wet cash. I was going to say, we got to make sure <laughs> that's a plug to you guys. We will have all the links for everybody watching and listening to this, all the links down below. I'll make sure to say that because we are mentioning a few episodes, but in that lens, right? Listen, you hired some help. You have the who down, you have the team, you have the strategy, right? I think that is important too. You guys didn't just jump in and make an episode and then figure out how to release it. You hired somebody, to, you hired the help and then also the help on the other end to do the production side. Do you have any tips for somebody who is maybe similar to you guys in a niche business, I would say, a niche that you know is expanding and maybe is just going through that in their head of maybe they don't have that friend who says you can't make the podcast fast enough. Maybe they just have an idea. Do you have any sort of advice for somebody who hasn't yet started their podcast in maybe something that's a little bit more niche? I'd say... You know, one of the things most business owners look at, one of the first things is how much is this going to cost? Not just in, in in money, but in time. I would challenge people to think of how much is it going to cost if you don't do it? Yep. So you there's, there's an opportunity cost for doing something and for not doing something. And Paul and I talk about opportunity cost all the time when it comes to your money, but it comes, it comes to your time too and the decisions you make in your business. What's the cost of doing this, but what's the cost of not doing it? That and then get a partner, do it with somebody else. Like don't, don't try to go it alone. I'm not, he and I are, we're both military guys, highly disciplined. We don't need anybody to tell us what to do. We do it on our own. But I know for a fact, I would not have done this for a hundred straight weeks if I didn't have somebody else to do this with. Yeah. I don't know if I have anything to add to that, but you, you know, if you've got, if you've got something to tell people that's worth telling and that's something that you believe in, like I said in the beginning, what better way than to spread your message than through, you know, you're going to, you're, you want to extend your reach. Um, how, how do you best do that? So I, 
Is it a podcast? Yeah, it very well may be. I understand there's a lot of them. <laughs> you can find a podcast on almost any topic. I mean, I'm listening to a podcast right now on intermittent fasting. But most of them don't last past, what, five episodes, yeah. 10 episodes? I don't know. Yeah, do we? Yeah, yeah what is the average, I, I wonder? I can drop some stats know. here real quick. So, I mean, it's 70% of podcasts fail is the term. That's the term that I use. But what does that mean in reality? I think it's around episode eight. There's no concrete data, by the way. You can look at 10 different sites. One of them will say episode five. Then the next one will say episode 10. Let's just call it eight and put it in the middle. In a, in a multi-year span, like you guys, right? Your show, two, three, four years. I'd say 90% of podcasts are probably just not recording anymore. Um, and I'll add my example. When I pivoted my show, I used to interview rappers from New Jersey. That was my podcast, right? Now I have, now I have a different audience. I have a bigger audience on LinkedIn um, for essentially these style podcasts. So I looked it up. Who has the Ryan Sullivan show? It's a very common name. It's got to be taken. This guy hasn't released an episode since September. So I go on namecheap.com. I buy both the domains that he didn't buy, ryansullivan.com or the Ryan Sullivan show and Ryan Sullivan show. So now I own the domains and I go and rebrand and I make the Ryan Sullivan show, right? It's like, that's because who knows what happened in his life, but hey, I'll take it from here, right? Um, so it's very, it's a very, to use a financial term, volatile, not in, it's not volatile for the person. It's just means that there's so much coming and going. There's so many people stopping mm -hmm. and starting. So yeah, that's what I create all my content around. If you want to look up Pat Flynn or any of these big podcast guys, they'll teach you how to start one in three steps. What I'm concerned with is why do they fail and how to make them not fail. And how to make them not fail, in my opinion, is to do what you guys did, is create it around something that you can talk for hours about and never get bored of, but do it in a strategic way so that you can make it sustainable and do it every week. And yeah. I, well, real quick, don't quit after the first month because you don't get any business from it. Like, I think it Mike probably right took there, us, right? yeah, I don't know how many months, Paul, I'm thinking maybe five or six. I was going to say about six. You know, I was going to bring that point up too, Dave, was... We weren't sure, right? Nothing's a, sh a sure thing. So, but it was, you know, we justified starting this and, and, and the expense to start it through, you know what? We're not marketing anyway. Let's consider this our marketing budget for the, for 2022, mm -hmm. the year we started. And let's just, we, we're going to talk to each other anyway. Let's, you know, record it, get the content out there. It's out there forever. And let's just see how it goes. You know, I think we had some decision points along the way and, and then, you know, it starts, starts slow. But then, gosh, it, uh, it was, it, you know, we were talking, I remember talking about, well, maybe we'll make, we'll get a client that it'll, it'll pay for the podcast for the year or something or whatever. And many times over now. So it, right. You know, we, are we lucky? Are we good? I don't, I don't know. Probably a little bit of both, but, um, but that's certainly a, that's another worth, metric worthwhile. Another metric you could calculate. How many clients would it take to pay for this service? Right. And for us, I mean, it, it could easily be one client, one good client pays for the full year and then some, you know, and now it's, yeah, we get clients consistently, uh, prospects consistently that become clients and then they start sharing. And, and what's cool is our clients are probably the most loyal listeners because we we're, we're giving them more information. We're bringing our clients along. So now it's a better client experience because they'll send us a question. I'll say, you know what, Paul and I are going to talk about that on our next recording. Thanks for the idea. We're going to do a recording. Stand by. You'll get the answer in two weeks. And, yep. and there they go. And I would say, Ryan, that for people looking to start a podcast for whatever they're trying to do, 
is that, you know, our case, it's, I guess, in the sales realm, right? So the listeners that become clients are ideal clients. They right. take very little effort on our part to further educate because they've listened to episodes one through 50 or one through 100 now, whatever. And they just have some clarification questions or mechanical questions or something on how stuff works. But by and large, they are low maintenance, ready to rock, which is great. That's who we want, right? I'm not here to I'm not here to sell anything. Dave's not here to sell anything. We're here to educate, but they come to us educated. But and so it's for us, yeah. it's been a blessing. Yeah, we're also not here to to spend a whole bunch of time trying to teach somebody something who schedules time with us, right? Because if you book a meeting with me on my calendar, that means somebody else can't. So the podcast leads we get are my favorite leads because I know that they've been educated at least up to a certain level. And and they probably read the book that we always recommend every episode. And usually they start by saying, hey, been listening. I read the book and then I schedule time with you. I say, perfect, let's go. Yeah. I was going to say, is that a question? Do you have a, a form or something when you book a call? Does it say, did you read the book? <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. actually, we we do. We recently inc- incorporated that into our into our ca- individual Calendly um, stuff yeah. so that we can, it's kind of a you know, screening totally. criteria. Because if you haven't read the book or listened to the podcast, there's not going to be much for us to yes, discuss. Yes, right. because they bring you, they're bringing their ideas, right? They're bringing their situation in the lens of what they've already consumed from you. And this is, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry, Ryan. Or, or they've digested, you know, they come to us, you can, and you can always tell this, they've digested other content that I wouldn't and recommend they ask them you, digesting. And they're again. asking, what do you think? He said this and. Yep. Yes. And it's, it's, it's you have to yep. unwind yep. all mm-hmm. of that bad information that they've digested and like, oh, yep. this is the way. It's you know, this usually video from has a, a, a thirty second TikTok reel or something. Yeah. One hundred percent. And then yeah. It's all right. Make um, we'll make sure yours are not like that. We'll make sure yours are, <laughs> if we if we end up yep. going in that direction. You know, I <laughs> one thing you helped with helped us with Ryan early on. I remember we did some after action reviews on the first couple of episodes, you know, because I remember being, I, I remember say, being yeah, nervous. Yeah, I was on that red light and I was just like, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. you know, comfortability curve, you know, come on, Paul. Like, I couldn't drink water you know, on screen because it was shaking like this. <laughs> yeah, it was shaking. Yeah, it was, but I remember, you know, you're coaching us through that and, and help, you know, really gave us some just great early constructive feedback that, uh, that I think we, that, that I think we needed and it was, and it was necessary to help kind of, even focus, we, we, you know, focus, but even dial it in just, just right. And, and I was, I just been being impressed because you're a young guy still, I know you're 20, whatever, but I was just impressed. No, I, I appreciate your, that. your in, intuition and no, yeah, and well, that's, I, this is, I just talked about this on another podcast, which is for some reason, people think if people give you money, you have to tell them what they want to hear, but you have to tell them what they need to hear. Right. That's like, right. If you really want it to be a real relationship, if you want it to just be a, a yes man thing, then okay, great. That's what you're doing. But that's where like, that's just what I didn't see in podcasting. That's what you guys do in your business. Like if the numbers don't work, they don't work, right? Just because there are, somebody is, it either works or it doesn't work. But you know, that's, that's what the kind of philosophy, I guess, now to fast forward from when you guys came in the program, even more so now is just such a clear picture. And to your point about the time, yeah, like you guys took the time out to do this today. This is my our podcast that we're interviewing our podcasters who do it on a daily basis. Like again, 
it's really this ecosystem. Um, but if you're starting from scratch, like to summarize what you guys said, yes, have the team key, have the strategy key, have somebody that can say, hey, totally get it. It's your first time doing a few podcasts, might be a little nervous. Try this, try that. Here's some real feedback. I'm talking real feedback. That's super valuable, right? That's what you're doing for your clients. That's what every business business owner should be doing for their clients because what's the point? They could just go on chat GPT and it could tell them what they want to hear, you know? So <laughs> oh, we, won't, we won't open that yeah, can that, of worms. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, um, you know, coming off as authentic, I think has helped Dave yes. and I a lot. You guys are you um, on the straight podcast. Shooters. You guys on the podcast are you. You're here. You guys, you here. Yeah, I we mean, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We joke around. And we have a good time. Appreciate learning about you a little bit. Like we don't spend you know ten minutes every episode talking about ourselves or our personal lives, but it gets sprinkled yes. in, and people feel like they know. And we you suggested before they that even too. I mean, I, yeah, I remember you. us suggesting that too. And like, make yeah, sure I to have that banter because yeah, yeah, and that's another point on the hey, if you're gonna do solo. You know, more power to you. I do it as well. So I know the difficulty in it. But just having people around, just having that initial, like, hey, how was your weekend stuff? That's how people talk. It's, we're not yeah. re, we're not creating something, some fictional world, right? This is just when they get on the call with you, it's you. And that's what the podcast does. It allows them to get to know you without you being there physically. Another yeah, benefit. Um, right. Guys, any parting wisdom or thoughts for the audience before we get out of here? I mean, we, we hit on, Everything that I wanted to hit on, I'll just end with this as well. Over 60,000 downloads, over 1,800 individual listeners on your podcast as well. And I know this wasn't a full deep dive into the numbers. I wanted to just make sure you know, I touched on your, your podcast experience, which is really what I'm focused in on. But for our numbers, people, it's all there. And in that closing too, let people know if they can reach out to you, how they can reach out to you. And uh, for either of you guys, anything else you may want to say before we wrap it up? Yeah, check out the podcast, Wealth Warehouse, the IBC guys. But it's all about infinite banking. And there's several other podcasts we could recommend, but uh, you know, we'll just leave it to ours for right now because that's the place you should start anyway, right? But yeah, Obviously. if you want to get a hold of us, what is our email? David and Paul at the IBCguys.com. Yeah. The only other thing we would leave everybody with is is what we say every every week. You know, control your capital. Or somebody else will. Thank you guys so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Keep going. Episode 100. I'll see you guys back for another one at 200. I mean, sounds good. <laughs> let's make it happen. We'll be here. Um, for everybody listening and watching, thank you so much for tuning in today uh, to another episode of The Ryan Sullivan Show here from Podcast Principles. And I will say what I say on every single episode, which is we are on every single platform, even the ones nobody uses. Okay. See you next week.